Welcome back to the Fighting for Connection podcast, episode number 44, How to Listen So Your Spouse Feels Connected. Hello and welcome to the Fighting for Connection podcast. I'm Brett Nicola, a husband, father, and fun lover. Listen in as I share stories, tips, and inspiration that will move you toward the connection that you want in your relationship. All righty, welcome back to the Fighting for Connection podcast. Man, I don't know how it's been for you, but this summer is just flying by for me. Uh, I'm busier than I've ever been here at Pivotal Approach, just working one-on-one mostly with clients uh, through relationship and mental health struggles and having a blast doing it. Obviously, we're working with some really challenging cases, but um, it's it's a rewarding job and it's one that uh, every day I, I look forward to and I, I really appreciate the connections and the relationships that I'm establishing with uh, my clients and all those people around in the community who I work with on a daily basis um, this community of Buffalo that I'm in, I get to have a lot of interaction with, uh, other community members and I, I enjoy and appreciate that. <clears throat> and, um, as the summer goes by, I have a whole bunch of dreams that, uh, I want to, I want to, uh, make come true, I guess for this fall, especially, uh, I'm working still within the connected couples campus, uh, my focus now is my caseload is basically tapped out is really on um, showing people the benefits of CCC. That's where I have the most availability right now. And I um, haven't really focused on on sharing a whole lot about that. And now my, my free time, as it will, uh, turns to kind of communicating the value of that and really making that uh, like the, the most uh, amazing, affordable option uh, for the work that I'm doing here with couples, obviously my one-on-one uh, spots will still be available as you know people drop out and have success, and uh, and there's more availability. I'm keeping my you know my, the same amount of hours per week. Uh, I see about 25 to 30 clients per week, and then I I hold a, a few hours for CCC, uh, the Connected Couples Campus, and uh, then. After paperwork and and uh, notes and all that stuff that I do, I do kind of work on the business and things that I want to do here within Pivotal Approach. And one of my dreams that I've always had is to do like a marriage retreat. And I've thought a lot about this marriage retreat. And uh, uh, for me, I want it to be like, I, I don't know, it seems like there's a, a million marriage retreats out there and I want it to be something really impactful. And the best way that I know something's going to be impactful is if it's impactful for me. So I've gone about uh, over the last few weeks to really create a marriage retreat for me. And I'm inviting all of you guys to come uh, along with me and to experience this uh, it's just going to be a day, but this is going to be an annual thing where every year I, I pull together the best resources that I have, put together the best uh, the talks, the best talks that I have, the best uh, information that I have. We're going to do some games and some activities on that uh, day. And really all of these things are going to be things that 
I am going to participate in, I'm going to be a part of. My wife, Kelsey, is going to be invited. I hope she will come because we are going to work on our relationship together on that day as well. So I guess for me, I think what this is really communicating is this this marriage seminar isn't for, or, or retreat, I guess. Uh, I'm going to probably call it a million different things, but this marriage retreat is is uh, for more than just like your, your strained uh, relationship, the relationship that's just in a terrible place or it's on the rocks and, and you don't know if it's going to last another day, week, month, whatever. This is for relationships that are just like mine. There are relationships that have their ups and downs. There are relationships that want to stay together, but um, you know, find themselves going through challenges and have life circumstances that come up that uh, really cause some confusion and, and uh, get in the way of the, the connection, the love, the romance that is possible within uh, a married relationship. And so that's, that's really what this, this um, marriage retreat is going to do. I'm going to spend the next few months here really making an impactful eight hours of time where you can sit down, uh, clear your, your agenda, and from the comfort of your home, or if you're interested, you could come to my office here in Buffalo, and we are going to work on your relationship. I'm going to work on my relationship, and we are going to do some amazing things that help us to stay connected, to work together through life's challenges, to clear up the confusion that shows up within relationships. I'm super excited about it. I've already locked down some really, really, um, I think, powerful big names that are going to come and present at this uh, marriage seminar, this marriage retreat. It's going to be on October 21st from about 8 to 4. So uh, block that out on your calendar. Uh, the name that I have right now is Thrive and Revive, a couple's retreat to enhance communication. And uh, I'm really looking, uh, looking forward to it. So excited I can't talk, but I want you to come and join me there. Uh, I, I so much want to be able to share the power of this work, but also to uh, create a positive impact on so many relationships because I know that positive uh, relationships, relationships that can clear through the confusion, can stay connected, are the best relationships for all those people that are affected by you, your kids, your family members, your work, your coworkers, uh, all those people that you come in contact every day are going to be positive, positively impacted by the positive relationship that you have, the connected relationship that you have, the strength of the relationship that you're in. And uh, so I'm really passionate about this and I want you to come block out your calendar. There's going to be more information in all of the places that I disperse information here on the podcast in my weekly emails. Um, save the date. If you're not subscribed, go subscribe. And uh, as well as on my Instagram at uh, Pivotal Approach MN. Uh, so check into all those places for more information as it becomes available, but more importantly, block out October 21st. It's a Saturday from eight to four on your calendar, and we're going to do a bunch of amazing stuff. So for today, we're going to be talking about how to listen so your spouse can feel connected, which is again, an important conversation. Um, one that I don't know that I fully uh, appreciated or understood for much of my life. I've always been um, one who enjoys conversation and maybe 
for a lot of my life, I was practicing the art of conversation, the art of uh, just responding and having something to say and keeping the conversation rolling and uh, making sure uh, more than anything, there's no dead space. There's no flat air. Uh, just let's, let's figure out the next thing to talk about. Let's, uh, you know, have fun. Let's enjoy our time together. But what happened is a lot of the times I didn't end up in very meaningful conversations uh, while it seemed like I had a good time. Maybe other people had a good time. Uh, we weren't left necessarily connected. And uh, I think that even if you have good conversations, sometimes we can be left disconnected, not feeling close. And uh, and it's a result of just talking about nothing uh, rather than really listening to each other. Something that comes up quite a bit is, um, and I've heard it throughout my life is that more than anything, we all want to be understood. We all want to be heard. And I think that this is really a part of this. Uh, I was on a trip years ago and, uh, and on this trip, I, I had a really impactful experience. I was, um, sitting there and, and actually, uh, just playing some card games with some buddies. And, uh, there's a father there whose, whose kids were also present on the, on the trip. And, um, this father hadn't seen these, these children for a number of, for sure months, maybe, maybe, uh, even more than a year. And, uh, I watched him as he, as he, uh, visited with, with each of these children, uh, each of these, yeah, children. And, um, and there was kind of two separate occasions. I was able to observe this and I watched as they both were talking, but he was listening and, uh, and I thought that this was interesting that he was talking, but it was in a different way than maybe I'd ever really noticed or experienced before. He was talking in a way that showed he was listening. And uh, so often I've been one who, who someone will say something and it will spark a thought for me and I'll share my thought, but it might not ever really uh, be felt by the other person that I'm listening. Uh, it can be like totally something different. And sometimes we can get into like this one upping kind of conversation style where it's just like, uh, uh, Hey, you know what? I, I, uh, was golfing the other day and I hit a ball, you know, 250 yards. Oh yeah. Well, I was golfing the other day and, and, uh, you know, there was like this one hole and, and when we go on and it's just like back and forth and exchange of stories, but we're not ever like pausing to listen. And what I watched with this father is he was kind of repeating back to that child what they were talking about. He was asking questions to make sure he understood. Uh, and that, that visit lasted for hours. And I watched as this, these, this child and this father, this son and this father connected. And it was because of this, this ability to listen that was so powerful. And I've, I've always remembered that. And I came home from that trip and I told my wife, like, that man there is, he's a listener. And, um, and I think it even inspired me to become a better listener, to really work to listen. And, and in my work uh, with couples, I found the value of this and how important it is that we feel heard like our spouse is listening to us. It helps us regulate. It helps us uh, understand that we're cared for, that the other person gets us, that the other person understands our perspective. And uh, when, when, they're able to do that. Uh, I watch time after time as as the person who's sharing their experience, their perspective, uh, they, they begin to like almost melt or calm down or regulate. And um, and oftentimes 
the person on the other end is is wanting to solve the dysregulation that they're seeing, and they're coming up with solutions. They're uh, they're trying to defend themselves. They're trying to explain their perspective or what they were doing, and and the person who's sharing with them becomes more and more dysregulated. Again, they're talking about themselves. They're talking about their experience. They're talking about how they're feeling, how they're hurting, their pain, all these things. And it's important that we remember that and we just continue to talk with them about those things rather than than listening to them, uh, you know, creating a, a thought within us and sharing that thought with them. And oftentimes what happens, especially between couples, is we end up in a conflict cycle. And that conflict cycle uh, creates some dysregulation in us. So uh, a spouse comes to us and they say, you know, I had a bad day. And and we might say, you know, well, I had a bad day too. And, um, and so we go out down that rabbit hole. Or our spouse says, you know, when you, you weren't responding to me uh, at – uh, when I was texting or calling you, uh, I felt really hurt. And we'll say, well, you know, I was in this meeting and I was doing this and I was doing that and you can't blame me. And we'll go down that rabbit hole. And, and, uh, really what I found is, is if we can always remember that our spouse is approaching us and they're talking about themselves and what, and when we listen to them, we can respond in a way that continues to talk about them rather than moving the conversation to us. We begin to listen in a whole new way. We begin to uh, really help our spouse understand that we get them, we understand them, we hear them. And uh, and I find that this tends to be a really regulating, connecting experience for couples. And I've kind of broken it down into three things. The first thing I want you to do when your spouse comes to you, especially if they're dysregulated, is I want you to repeat word for word what they said to you. Uh, This sounds very simple. It sounds like it could be scripted, but I find that couples who are able to do this uh, have, it begins to shape and change the conversation in a whole new way. And it it really is as simple as uh, trying to say exactly what they said to you. So if they said, um, you know, I had a bad day at work today. My, My boss was really uh, aggravated and he was hard on everybody. And I felt like I just wasn't able to like, uh, keep up. And I feel like I'm falling behind at work. And you take that same exact sentence and you say, I heard you say, and, and you say those same things word for word. It sounded like you had a bad day. Uh, you know, your boss was really aggravated and you feel like you're falling, falling behind. Did I catch that right? And, and you, that last part was a good question to ask. Did I catch that right? And they'll say, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I said. And what I want you to do then secondly is I want you to take those feelings, put them on yourself and see what that experience would be like for you. So I don't want you to talk about the time when your boss was aggravated and uh, on your case. I want you to talk about what it might be like for you if you felt like you were falling behind at work and uh, and, and to put on that feeling like you're, you're somehow failing or falling behind. So it sounds like this. You know what? if I felt like I was falling behind or maybe I've even felt like that before and like, I'm not, you know, accomplishing what I want to accomplish at work. It's, it's scary for me. It feels like uh, my job's on the line. It feels stressful. Uh, and, and I, I just don't know like what to do and, and where to go. And I don't know. It's, it's awful. Is, is that kind of how it is for you? And to ask that question, is that how it is for you? And, 
sometimes they'll be like, that's exactly what that's like for me. Or they'll say, no, it's a little bit different. And this is how it is for me. And to listen to them and to just stay and continue to talk about their experience, you know, uh, what they're experiencing, how they're feeling, what it's like for them. Uh, try to show them that you get what they're experiencing through that second step. And then step three, reconnect with them. Let them know that, hey, I got you. You know what? No matter what happens at work, I just want you to know I'm here. I'm on your team and I want to support you. Is there anything I can do to help you out with that situation? And and more than anything, I just want you to know I love you. I care about you. You're an amazing person, right? So so that that three-step process I use and I bring my couples through this time and time again and uh, I watch how uh, it is we can be very scripted or we can kind of do it on the fly. Either way, uh, we find that this is a connecting experience. It regulates the, the person who's uh, feeling dysregulated. And we begin to listen in a way that is different than we ever have before. And we begin to have a relationship with that person in a way that's different than maybe we ever have before. And we, we feel closer to them. And more importantly, they feel closer to us. And when we have that type of an experience, it seems like Everything becomes more manageable in our life and especially within our relationship. So that's all that I have for today. Uh, if you're enjoying this podcast, uh, definitely share it with, with other people that are in relationships. By the way, that's everybody. Um, I, I talk, you know, primarily from the structure of a ma- married relationship that wants to stay together. That's where most of my work is aimed. But I've heard from many, many people who are in, in, you know, all sorts of different life situations who have um, shared that they've been able to benefit from some of the things that uh, are talked about here on this podcast from some of the conversations that I've had with other people. So um, I, I appreciate when you guys share, definitely you don't have to, but uh, it does help spread, um, you know, the, 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 I guess the hope that I have is that every relationship can, uh, see that there's hope for a better relationship and there's ways through the confusion that comes up within every relationship that we have. And there's hope for every individual who feels like they're struggling with the circumstances of life, with the relationships that they have around them. And, um, and if in some small way, there's some inspiration here, there's some tips or tricks or tools that they can use uh it's it's a win in my books and um i definitely appreciate your help with that so with that uh i will see you next week here on the fighting for connection podcast i look forward to hearing from all of you and make sure that uh you you have that date october 21st circled on your this calendar has been the out. fighting for connection uh, podcast bye-bye if you've enjoyed this podcast and want more content like this check out my Connected Couples Campus, which can be found on my website, www.pivotalapproach.com and become the difference you need in your relationship.